0: Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie.
1: And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast.
0: We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're here talking about topics that no one ever talked to us about.
1: And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can also be lonely and isolating, which is another reason we're here, to help make moms like you know that you're not
0: alone. Now it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor and healthcare providers directly about any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms
1: sharing our lived experience and talking about everything pregnancy and life as a mom. So grab your cold coffee and tea that's been sitting out for three hours and let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. On this week's episode, we interview Caitlin, who's one of Katie's best friends. In fact, they're so close that Katie was one of Caitlin's support people who was in the room when she was giving birth to her son. So Katie can verify all of these events. We talk about having your water broken at the hospital, epidurals, and having the baby vacuumed out. We hope you enjoy Caitlin's birth story.
0: Okay, so then why don't you tell us about a little bit about your pregnancy? Cause like I know about your pregnancy and your delivery, but Amanda doesn't. So doesn't. fill us in on how was your pregnancy? Did you have an easy pregnancy? Was it a difficult pregnancy? Um uh, for the
2: most part I would say it was pretty easy, straightforward. Like I didn't have morning sickness whatsoever. Um if anything like slight nauseous in the morning but then you eat something and it's gone within 30 seconds of eating something
1: we are all kind of the same then
2: yeah yeah this this one's not the same no (laughs) um i was very tired though like to the point of like thinking that i could be low on iron and stuff um being o negative blood type Mm
0: -hmm. just like
2: us
1: Um, (laughs) i'm i'm a negative
0: yeah but i know we're we're all all negative negative, though
1: yeah Yeah. we're all negative yeah we all did the rogam
0: yeah yeah
1: Yeah.
2: that again something that you never think of like i mean before getting pregnant i didn't even know my blood type so i couldn't even tell you that but
0: that's um, why it's so important to know your blood type yeah Yeah. it is
1: but so many people don't know like, even Keith who's donated blood, he's like I don't know what <laughs> blood type I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kevin has no idea. Yeah. So it's
2: um but yeah, so it wasn't a very difficult pregnancy. I'm not a, like stature-wise, I'm tall and very skinny. So like I had space upwards. But then I got to a point where like I only had so much stretching outwards that his feet were like up in my ribs and Uh. all of like my chairs, like my driving, my car seat was like on a hard recline so that I could breathe and drive at the same time um
1: so you were like things things you don't think about right were you you like
2: riding low like yeah Yeah. in a tinted black Mazda so (laughs) it was uh that was definitely something that like I had never thought about I'm like oh I'm tall I've got lots of room and then by the time it was over I'm like okay this child needs to leave
0: it's tough, yeah, yeah
1: uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> so, how was your experience with him leaving? Then, tell us about his his late his labor and delivery. Um. All right. So, it started.
2: I think I woke up about two thirty in the morning, on the Saturday. Um. He was actually on time, like original oh. due date. Oh, really? Yeah, so like my original due date was March seventeenth. Um, it got changed to March sixteenth, but like really a day of difference. Yeah. Um. So like I consider him on time.
1: Hmm. Um. So, so sorry. What day was he born? Was he born St. Patrick's Day then? Yes, he's oh, a St. Patrick's awesome Day. awesome birthday! He's gonna <laughs> love that when he uh, turns nineteen. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm yep. sure before then too. Let's be real. <laughs> um. But yeah, so it was, I think, about 2.30 in the morning. of sleeping. I literally woke up. The cat is lying on top of me. The dog is, like, pressed up against me. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, this is a lot of people in my space. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that kind of feels like a contraction. Maybe I should uh, sit up and, like, monitor this for a little bit.
1: So the cat but, and the dog kind of knew something was happening.
2: Yeah, it was it was very strange. And like later reading about it, it made sense that they were so close to me, like knowing that there was a change. And so I just kind of sat there for, I don't know, 45 minutes. And then Kevin <laughs> rolls over. He's like, what is it you're doing?
1: And like, <laughs> it again. It took that long to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. it's not like I was loud. Like I was just sitting here, had my phone in my hand yeah timing things and keeping track and he rolled over again to like both of the animals on top of me and he's like what is going on like I'm like I think I'm having the attractions he's like you didn't think to wake me like <laughs> you didn't think I needed to get up for this I'm like I was monitoring it like yeah not it's yet not, yep. not yet <laughs> we all need to sleep at some point so um he did not go back to sleep at that point. <laughs> he stayed up. Um, he was supposed to start. He was supposed to start getting ready for work. I think at six. Um, so about five. I think it was five o'clock. Maybe it was earlier. We ended up going to the hospital because it's like they're close enough, and like the blank that Strauss said, they're the amount of time apart, like. go this is what he told me to do so again being a first first child like you don't really know what to expect so we packed everything up and left went to the hospital and had to go to emerge because we were too early Mm -hmm. Um, and then once we got up there to check like one of the nurses was just like oh yeah like you've got time. You're far away. Like, this isn't happening anytime soon. Um, like, do, you remember like,
1: how, do you remember how far apart your contractions were at that point? What is it supposed to be? Like,
2: a minute in uh, length? Like, five minutes five, apart. Five minutes
0: apart? I think that, that was definitely what it was. Like, they came for over an hour. Like, one hour, a minute in length, like, five oh, minutes Oh, yeah. Apart. I, was, I was timing for probably, like, two hours at least of yeah. consistent.
1: Okay.
2: Consistency. Um, so
1: she thinks that it's going to take a while.
2: Yeah. She's like, it won't be today. Maybe this weekend, but I doubt it. I'm like, okay. So the doctor came in and she started checking. Us. She's like, you're definitely having this child today. I'm like, okay, well that's good to know. Thanks. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm going to send you home though. Cause, uh, you'll be a lot more comfortable at home I'm like okay so we went back home and I was like you know she said it's gonna be a while so you may as well go to work
1: <laughs> so I sent Kevin to work so we went to work uh, yeah he, he so went let to me, work
0: let me jump in on here
1: <laughs> oh gee and he doesn't work in town either <laughs> no
2: no he was that at that time he was working at the was- north end of Burlington
1: yeah oh wow yeah. So he had probably uh 45-minute, an, an hour commute. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 45 yeah.
1: minutes for sure.
0: So let me just jump in here. And then, so this is like, I don't know. So he left what time? Six? Mm-hmm. No, he left a little bit he later. 7.30? 730. 7.30, somewhere around there. So I wake up on Saturday morning <laughs> <laughs> to a pretty decent sleep. Like a pretty good sleep. And I look at my phone and I see all of these missed text messages from like the middle of, from like two thirty, three, 3, 30, 4. And I'm like, oh my god! You didn't hear
1: your phone go off or is it just on like night, no, night mode? No, my
0: phone doesn't like alert when a text message goes off and all I see is we're going to the hospital, we're going to the hospital, we're being sent home. I'm like, oh my god! And <laughs> then Kevin calls me and is like, so you didn't get our text messages? I was like, no, so because I was going to be in the delivery room with Kevin and Caitlin uh, as their support. And I was like, oh my God, I missed like them going to the hospital this morning. Kevin's like, I'm on my way to work. Can you go over and be with Caitlin? So I was like, yep. So I rolled out of bed. I was like, peace out, Peter. I packed my bag. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going over to Caitlin's house. Well, at this point
1: you were pregnant with Finn.
0: I was, I was.
1: So you yourself were what, six months along with Finn? Five and a half, six months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, five and a half. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was there the boys are three months to the day apart. But so I was like, bye Peter. I got to go. <laughs> so I went over to spend the time with Caitlin while Kevin was at work.
1: And so then how long did it end up taking? So Kevin goes to work and it's like seven 30 in the morning. He leaves, yeah. goes to work yeah. and Katie comes over. And what time, what, what ended up progressing? Like how fast did it progress and what time did you go to the hospital again?
2: It was slow. Like it I wasn't, it wasn't anything super quick. I mean, the contractions were definitely getting stronger. I took a shower, tried to have a nap. Mm-hmm. And that didn't really work. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I think that we left at like two o'clock. Like, Kevin got home because his shift would have ended at 1. So, yeah. he came straight home. I don't, I don't even think he showered. I think he just, like, got changed. He did changed. shower. He did did show- he shower?
0: Yeah, he did shower.
2: Um, got changed and was like, okay, we need to go.
0: I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so and I had go. just texted him saying, "We, you need to get home because we need to go to the hospital. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because, well, because Kevin and I were texting back and forth, like, because I was keeping him in the loop about what was happening and how she was doing. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, I think we need to go. So I had just texted him, like, I think you need to come home because we need to go to the hospital. And he had pulled in the driveway. I was like, oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> he didn't stop at Tim Hortons for coffee. Good. No. no. <laughs>
0: I think he was
2: just... Probably mad that I even like told him to go to work. He was just kind of like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine. Like, just go to work. Like, it's not gonna be anytime soon. We've got time."
1: Yeah. So and then you went back to the hospital.
2: Yeah. yeah. At that point, like, got admitted,
0: um, and we got there about two thirty. Quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirty. We were up there by two forty-five. Somewhere yeah. there. I wasn't keep keeping track of time. I was, I was keeping, keeping track of time. <laughs> did they take
2: you to a room or to a birthing suite? Uh, right to a birthing suite. Okay, so you yeah. had progressed enough yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, wasn't able to talk while I was trying to like admit myself. So she's like, yeah, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then like got into my gown and everything and laid down on the bed they started putting monitors on me just to like check things out and see mm-hmm. how things were and then they checked me I was four centimeters so they decided to break my water because that hadn't broken yet
1: so I was what, like, what was that like um, Does, Kate, Katie's water broke on its own. On its own, completely. Right, and yeah. I had a C-section, so what, what did um, it feel like to get your water broken?
2: It was, honestly, like, I don't remember feeling much. Like, I think it just felt wet and, mm-hmm. like, a bit of a gush, but, like, it, from the sounds of it, there was a lot in there. Like, Strauss was like, it just seems to keep coming. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, no, well, sorry. Yeah. Like, and so it really wasn't, it didn't feel any sort of weird. Like it was just warm water, I mm-hmm. guess. And not not a sensation of like you're peeing, just a gush of warm water.
0: That's interesting hmm. that you say that because so many women say it feels like they're peeing themselves. So it's interesting that you didn't get that sensation. Yeah.
2: I mean, maybe it was because, like, it was done by somebody. Like, it didn't just happen on its own. could be and because it, she's
1: lying down, too. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. After that, like, I felt like things started progressing pretty quickly at that point. Um, the nurses asked me if I wanted an epidural. I was mm-hmm. like, well, how many people are here? And they're like, well, there's not many. I'm like,
1: so, like, how Which many is a people-
0: super valid question. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I felt like... Um, yeah.
1: How quickly like, will I get it when I want it? Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. And she's like, well, we're not really busy. I'm like, okay, so let's just hold off for now. If, we, if I decide that later on I want it, then we'll go for it. I also have a very high pain tolerance and have a way of, like internalizing it yeah. a lot easier than a lot of people do and I was able to just like focus on my breathing and work through that so then I think it was about 4 4.30 and I was like you know what is he available to like can we get this epidural and uh, the nurse I could tell something was wrong in her voice like I could tell something was <laughs> off and she's just like, um, let me go check. And <laughs> instead of her coming back, my like Strauss came back and he's just like, so I have some bad news. I'm like, okay. He's like, the anesthesiologist just went into surgery. I'm Emergency like, Emergency surgery. I'm like, okay, so how long oh, is this no. going to be? <laughs> and he's like, I think it'll be probably about an hour, hour and a half. I'm like, okay, I can manage that. I can do that. I did that all right, I felt. Um, I had, what's the mask? Nitrous oxide. Yeah. So I had that. I was using that for that period of time, basically. Um, And they kept reminding me, like, nobody can hold it for you. Like, you have to do it yourself. And so, at one point, I literally had it, like, propped against my face so that I could just, like...
1: Like, is, my, there a, is there a strap? A strap no, there's no it. strap.
2: No, I know there's not, but no. you want to ask for a strap. Yeah. 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 Or somebody to just, like, lightly push it on your face when you need it or something. Yeah. Because um, at that point, I was definitely feeling the, feeling the contractions a lot more, and I was getting tired.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was the
0: longest two hours <laughs> longest <laughs> I, two hours. <laughs> I have ever been through. It oh, was I so bet. stressful. Um, well, because you you didn't have
1: much sleep. You tried to nap. That didn't yeah. work. So basically a, you've been up since two or earlier. Yeah.
0: yeah and in labor.
1: And, labor. and in labor yes. the whole time. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Very and, tiring.
2: Yeah. And it's not like the night before was like we went out for dinner with a friend. Mm-hmm. the night before so like I'm pretty sure it was a late dinner so by the time we got home yeah in bed I think it was like 11
1: so. you had a couple hours sleep and that's a yeah
2: and so I just remember like the nurse getting mad at me a couple times she's like okay I need to see that you're breathing I'm like okay I
0: am breathing because the thing was like Caitlin when she was contracting she would be focused on her breathing but she would get really shallow breathing so it you couldn't tell if she was breathing because how she said she internalizes her pain she Mm -hmm. really does internalize it and she like closes her eyes she stops talking she stops any interaction and is totally focused and there was a lot of times where we were like I don't know she's breathing right now like she's not really Mm -hmm. yeah it was really scary because we kept saying, you need to breathe. You need to breathe. But she was just in such a zone of trying to like focus and get through the pain. Because at that point from the outside, She's in pain. she was in pain. Like yeah. yeah, it was Kevin and I were sitting there on either side of her. And like, we just kept looking at the door and the clock, the door and the clock and like looking <laughs> at each other and silently like <laughs> pleading with our eyes to each other. Like, Oh my God, please hurry up. Where is this, this anesthesiologist? It was excruciating watching her in that pain.
1: Oh man. Yeah, at that point it was it was
2: a lot. So but, did the anesthesiologist end up coming? He did. He showed up 2 hours after I asked for
1: the epidural. Oh man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's so hard. Yeah, it was I think that was like one of the most difficult parts of the entire process. Mm -hmm. Or, like, getting so close to that point. Because the other thing, at no point through those two hours did they come and check me to see, like, how things were progressing. No.
1: Why would a nurse not check you, I wonder? I'm not
2: sure. Maybe they didn't think that it was going quickly or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but as I'm laying there, I remember hearing... This different set of feet walking down the hallway. And I'm like, that is him. I know it's him. And all of a sudden, I hear the nurse come in and they're like, he's here. He's coming. I'm like, thank God. And I felt like this like wave of breath just like release of like, okay, I can do the rest of this. Like, we can get this done. And I didn't... I. I don't like needles. I can deal with them. I just don't watch them. I don't look at them, whatever.
1: I'm the exact same way. Yeah.
2: Um, so when he came in, he asked me these questions. He's like, are you good with needles? I'm like, no, nope, but I just don't need to look at it. You do what you need to do and mm-hmm. I'll just do what you want me to do and you get it done and we'll be good to go. Yeah. And at the time... One of my nurses that I had, she wasn't what I needed in Mm -hmm. those moments. Mm -hmm. I needed somebody that was very, like, strict and not knowing what I was supposed to be expecting Um, throughout the whole process. I needed somebody that was going to, like, take charge of the situation. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And she was not that nurse. (laughs) I was draped over the table. Um, like the little your breakfast table. Yeah, with Kevin at one port, part of the table and her at the other, like both inches from my face. <laughs> and part of me wanted to just say, okay, both of you need to like back up and leave me alone while this guy's putting a needle in my back." <laughs> yeah, because I need some space. And he did it and asked me a couple questions afterwards and. Instantly, like, I could feel the relief of not as painful contractions. Like, I could still feel them because Mm -hmm. it had just happened, but it wasn't nearly as bad. Like, I felt like I could communicate Mm. again. (laughs) You could breathe. I could breathe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I sat up for the first time basically since being there. Made eye contact for the first time. Made eye contact. Um, It was just a lot different. Um, At that point, they decided to check me to see how far along I was. And at that point, I was nine centimeters. So it was almost like I just got, like he just made it there in just enough time. Mm -hmm. Because to be honest, I don't know that. I would have gotten through the delivery part of it had I not gotten the
1: epidural. The epidural. Yeah.
2: Um because like at that point it was six thirty, seven o'clock. And I was tired. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I had very little energy left and still not knowing what to expect like going forward from that point. So that was a lot in in a short period of time, I felt of being at the hospital.
1: So then you had the epidural and then how long between the epidural and being, and being nine centimeters dilated to being fully dilated and pushing?
2: Um, I want to say like not even half an hour.
1: Really? Wow.
2: Yeah. Like it yeah. went really quick. Mm-hmm. There's another lady at the same time giving birth <laughs> In the room next to me. Yeah. And so at that point, Strauss was literally going back and forth between the two of us, like trying to figure out who was going to deliver first, who he had to stay with first, because like
0: we could have easily both delivered at the same time. You guys were like neck and neck. uh, Like you guys were progressing at the same rate, the same time, the entire time you were there. Really? Yeah. 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 Like a race.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember at one point the nurse was like, okay, so Strauss is going to the other room. These next few contractions, like, I know you're going to feel the urge to push because she's like, he's literally right there the baby because I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl Um, they're like the baby is right there so these next few like just little pushes don't don't do anything too too much because Strauss isn't here and I remember her joking she's like I've delivered babies I don't really want to deliver this one oh man <laughs> not today <laughs> yeah, yeah Um, but if I have to like
0: we'll do it I'm like okay, well, that's good to know. Thanks. Yeah. Um, At this point, you were like, totally, you were legs up in the stirrups. Like we had your feet, like you were there ready to push. (laughs) Ready to go. And they said, no. And you you couldn't push. You can't (laughs) push because the doctor is not ready. So then a lot harder than People oh. may think.
1: Oh no, I'm sure it's incredibly hard because your body is trying to do the yeah. natural thing and get the baby yeah. out, and you're trying to keep the baby in because yeah. the doctor's not there, right? Yeah. So, obviously, the doctor made it back. Yes, he did. Thank God. <laughs> and so, did but, the other lady have the baby first, and then yes, you had yours? she did.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And there so, was a bit of an emergency, which made him stay a little bit longer. I don't know if you knew that, Caitlin.
2: But I didn't know the details of it.
0: Yeah, so so the woman delivered, and there was a bit of an emergency. So even though she had delivered, he had to stay until yeah. things got sorted. So in that time, the nurse was still saying, "Caitlin, you cannot push. Don't push." Yeah. Meanwhile, the baby's head is literally—you can see it with every contraction. Oh man. You could, the literally you could see the contractions pushing this baby's head out
1: so then the doctor I mean, came back and then finally you could push so then yeah. how many pushes and what ended up happening um uh,
2: i feel like there was a couple pushes maybe three or four mm-hmm. um and i like at that point like i w- was tired like I had I felt like I had no energy left um and there was a couple times where I said like I can't do this like I don't I don't have the strength to finish this mm-hmm. um and I don't know I'm assuming that his blood
0: his uh heartbeat kept dropping um, he decelled a little bit on the on the monitor. Yeah. So Um, his heart rate dropped, dipped a couple of times mm -hmm. and recovered, but it was dipping. Yeah.
2: so. So Strauss ended up getting like the vacuum out, the suction cup.
1: And what was that like?
2: That was very weird. It was a different experience in terms of having help if that makes any sense to getting the baby out it didn't feel i couldn't necessarily feel it like the suction itself i knew it was mm-hmm. there but just like the fact that he did it so mm-hmm. swiftly he used a i think he used a contraction for when it happened and the suction was on his head and as the contraction happened like I pushed, and he pulled, and things just, like,
1: the baby came right out.
0: out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened very quickly. Like, it, it was. was a matter of watching the monitor, turning around, saying, okay, we have to do this, sticking on, and it, w- it happened very fast.
1: Really? Yeah. So yeah. did he have, like, the, you know, they sometimes have a mark on their head? Yes, he
2: had. Yeah. It lasted for a while, actually. Um, his skull was very bruised in mm-hmm. the spot that he was suctioned out. Um, Yeah. He actually still has the bump from where it was. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That's interesting.
2: (laughs) I've seen doctors about it, and they've all said that it's not a concern. Like, they've done ultrasounds and stuff on it Um, because it's blood going under the surface of the skin to that spot.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And And that's not normal, like normal, like normally there is bruising and stuff, but this is a special case where,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, where it just kind of a little mark from it.
0: Yeah. Normally it would, it flattens out, kind of gets reabsorbed into the, it's very common, like with a vacuum to have the lump, but eventually over months, it usually dissipates and flattens back down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, His has not. Well, that's it's
2: absorbed it's gone i would say like half its size um mm-hmm. a lot smaller than what it was yeah but when he, i would assume that as he gets bigger and grows that it may still continue to flatten if not yeah. like he will just have
0: i kind of guess that, that might his happen.
2: Head. yeah <laughs> yeah hair, hair covers
1: things yeah. right
2: yeah well now he has like two different patterns to his hair <laughs> because he's got the natural one over here and then he's got the one from the section over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, That's
2: funny. And then when
0: he was born, he also had his, he had a cord wrapped around his neck once. Yeah. It wasn't oh, he true. did. Yeah. yeah. Which is what they said probably caused him to decel with contractions was that because of the contractions, it was tightening on the yeah. cord, causing yeah. him to decel a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they just, at that point when that happens, they just want to get the baby out. So yeah. grab the vacuum. Let's get the baby out. Yeah. Whatever's safest. At that yeah. Point. Mm-hmm. So. And, and so you didn't know that you were having a boy? No, I did no. not. And did you like having the surprise at the end or? Um, um, I did. I had
2: a suspicion that it was a boy, just like based on my intuition of things. For the longest time, I thought he was going to be a girl, but I guess about halfway, that kind of changed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, it was it was exciting to finally get to know after nine months of yeah. carrying them. I think that was definitely a worthwhile surprise, mm-hmm. a once in a lifetime kind of surprise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So. We we knew for the twins, but then Caroline was a surprise. Yeah. So we, we did both. Yeah. There, there were pros and cons to doing it both ways. So I'm kind of glad that we did it both ways. But. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. that you would change about your delivery, Caitlin? Um, definitely. I would have liked to have been able
2: to walk around at the time. Like the hospital was limited to, I think Strauss told me there was one mobile monitor. Um, and I didn't really get the opportunity to walk around or mm-hmm. like get out of bed. Cause that's a long time sitting in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: waiting. question
1: for you with baby number two, as soon as they say, do you want an epidural? Are you going to take the epidural? <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> definitely. <Yeah. laughs> Hands down. Yeah. Um, Yes, for sure. Learned your lesson on that one. That one for sure. Yeah. If so, it's not busy, I don't care. It's happening.
1: Tip from Caitlin: If you want an epidural, and they say, "Do you want the epidural now?" Just take the epidural. Just do it. Yeah. Get it.
2: Yeah. Don't run the risk. Pre-order before you get to the hospital. Yeah. It's always worthwhile.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your birthing story with us.
0: Yes. Yeah, appreciate it. Of course. I'm glad I could. It was like I was there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were there. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.